are listening to Boku no Stop. Congratulations. 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 <laughs> we're today we're discussing oh. episodes 25 and 26 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. You know, all that clapping will make it really easy for you to find our clap. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, I don't give two shits. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, okay. and with me is... Matt Marcus. And Fletcher. Uh, last time we discussed the actual ending of the series in uh, 23 and 24, in which uh, Koara died. Something else happened to him, I don't remember. Oh, did Ray die? Was that it? Uh, uh, Ray died and came back, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got Ray 3 and Kaworu 1. Oh, okay, yeah, in which the entirety of the plot was explained to you for the first time Mm. ever. I mean, but only partially because that whole, a lot of that moon shit just wasn't really explained. It was just dropped in there without context. Good news, it won't be explained until the movie. Hooray. Anyway. What'd you think, Matt? Yeah. About, About these episodes? Sure. Shouldn't that wait till the end? No. Those are really uh, hard to talk about. What are we going to talk they about? They are really hard to talk about. Um, yeah, I... You know what? I, I I knew this was coming, and yet it didn't blunt the impact of the what-the-fuck feeling I had in my head, being like, what am I supposed to be paying attention to, and why is this so repetitive, and am I actually learning anything new in all of this? Which, which you do. You do learn a couple of things. I feel like I but, underprepared you for how, like, out of nowhere the end was. No, I was prepared for this. I just didn't expect it to go like, okay, the parody thing in 26 totally caught me off guard. Because I'm like, I'm at, finally, they're actually, you know, putting in some, you know, actual animation into this. And then I watch it and being like, oh, this is entirely pointless. I did laugh at the toast thing. Okay, yeah, me too. Because, like, (laughs) having been listening to, like, um, uh, Sailor Business for the last, like, year now you know, binging it up until current, like the whole like toast in the mouth thing being like a recurring thing to look out for. The second I saw that, I'm just like, okay, that's funny. (laughs) I did. You know what? Last time I watched this, I didn't know that was a thing. And now I think it makes me less of a person that I've seen enough anime to know about toast. I mean, I've only seen two animes that do this. So I've done that in real life. What the get on my level? I eat jalapeno dude. bagels that give me heartburn, but I like them, so I eat them anyway. Dude, we're not allowed to eat food on me. the metro in DC. It's it's highly frowned upon. You're not allowed to eat food on my bus either. You just have to not care, Matt. You're probably not allowed <sighs> to pee in the metro either. I don't stop homeless people. Yeah, I have but to that's drive not an good. hour outside of town. I don't have a bus anymore. <laughs> that makes me sad. Oh, so you get into a car yeah. accident, and that's how you drop your toast. Uh, actually, that happened <laughs> real close to twice the other day. Dropping the toast or the accident? <laughs> the, Dropping the toast the is the latter. worst. I was, I was eating a burrito on the way. That seems like the worst thing to try to eat in a car. What? No, it's it's one-handed. You do it with one hand. They're and the so messy, the though, and then they end up with all the juices at the bottom that end up dripping everywhere. Like, I, every time I eat a burrito, it's a goddamn nightmare. I make my own burrito, and I just pack it right. Okay, fair. Yeah, I guess I don't I I don't make my own burritos, so I end up with these like Chipotle overstuffed things that are like way too like saucy oh, at God, the bottom. Oh god, no, you don't want your car yeah. to turn into some kind of rice fucker graveyard. 
Yeah, no, no. Uh, and it like would drip all over your fucking lap and stuff. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Um, anyway. As you can see, none of us wants to talk about episode 25. There's nothing to talk ending. about in episode 25. We can just say what it is. Well, no, there's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are things then to tell talk me what about. you want to talk it's about, Matt. That... Tell me. Here, well, let's, okay. let's go into why this is such a thing. That's a good idea. At this point, the budget is stretched to its breaking point. We are reusing animations and entire scenes from other things. A lot of characters just end up sitting in the chair in a void from Xenogears Disc 2. Or sometimes mm -hmm. that's too expensive and it's just a picture of Ray facing the wall so you don't have to see her mouth move. <laughs> oh yeah, there's, there's more than a few shots of each character that cut off at their nose. Uh, Shinji especially. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then there's the whole scene at the end where everyone's like, like after they he's sitting in the theater and everyone's talking to him and they're just standing there with no expression. But, yeah. or with an expression, but no mouth moving at all. And a lot of things are interspersed through this as just white text on a black background over and over. That is the questioning of an unknown narrator. Yeah. Yeah, this is all very confusing. That's Lilith, right? I don't actually think we know. I think it is, because some no of the stuff in 26, you can ID as characters. In 25, I don't know. In 25, I think it's Lilith, because this takes place two-thirds of the way through End of Evangelion. No, it doesn't start doing that until a certain point, and they point that out. Mm, fine. Because there's three things you see in reality in this episode, and one of those is from the start of End of Ava. That's true. Well, anyway. I'm just going to go through this at a decent clip, and if you want to stop me to talk about something, please do. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Let's do that. So, text on black. Reason for existing. The reason why one is allowed to be here. In the case of Shinji Akari, we see flashes of Kaworu, the boy wished for death of his own will. Shinji looking sad, the boy granted his wish. The head hits the LCL again. The final angel is gone, but Shinji Akari is tormented. Why did you kill him flashes over and over. And finally, two minutes into the episode, the first spoken line of dialogue occurs, because there was no other choice. I'm only two weeks late on this joke, but it just, just occurred to me why Touched by an Angel is so funny. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shinji mm. starts saying, well, it's because he was an angel. And the voice says he was also human. The denial continues, and suddenly the text turns into Ray standing in front of him. And I think the dub actually does this line better. The subtitle says, even though he was a person just like me, the dub goes, even though he was just as human as me. Uh, I mean... I the way I ended up reading that was that Ray and Kwaru are similar in a way that Ray and Shinji are not because of they're both made out of atoms, so to speak. See, that's what makes me think it's Lilith, by the way, right? Like Ray, Ray in a narrative position is a stand-in for Lilith. That 
makes sense to a certain point, and I can see why. You, I can't deny that because that could very well be. Shinji's got to figure out where he's coming from and how he got here, so he can figure out what he wants. So you can read this as Shin- Shinji having an internal monologue with Lilith before he set- settles down to figure out what he wants out of the world. Yeah. But th- the, then the problem is, the... is there's a point where yeah. they specifically tell us the big thing has begun. The instrumentality project. Yeah. Yeah. Human instrumentality. Um, like, okay. The the thing that gets confusing here is that it keeps switching topics. It, it, like it starts with Shinji here. And then later on we go to Asuka and then it goes to Ray and it feels like they're having a conversation with each other while having a conversation with themselves, which seems also internal to each one of them so that's technically true should we say the thing about in the movie probably yeah 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 just tell them what instrumentality is yeah okay they do kind of spell it out in these episodes instrumentality yeah yeah, every human merging together into one cosmic being right yeah. So yeah, we were ta- I was talking about that with Chris before we started recording. Like, I had to explain to Matt what that... Tang Day was. Yeah, because I still didn't understand how that built into it. But okay, now now all, I, I understand. All of humanity that. will turn into LCL and become one giant shared organism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you say it seems like everyone's inner monologues are talking to each other, that's literally what's happening because they are becoming a communal being. So, like they explicitly make it clear when Shinji is talking to his mental version of Asuka, and at, when it's actual Asuka or whatever, right? They do delineate that a little bit. Yeah, and there's a little bit of that with the Misato scene before it. Yeah, and I. I mean, there's the whole bit, though, where they're talking about, oh, I, this is the me that people see versus, you know, the true self. And there's a, like there's a sep- they're still like hammering on the separation between those two things. Yet at the same time, this feels also completely internal, but also a dialogue like it, it's it's all over the place. So, yes, it is. <laughs> here is a thing and why this is kind of nightmarish and why I just didn't care. <laughs> Yeah. This is taking place during the events of End of Evangelion, to the point right. that those movies are considered episodes 25 prime and 26 prime in the numbering. Uh-huh. So, this is all happening during some crazy shit you're going to see when we next record. That's going to okay. be such a long recording. Oh, yeah, I'm already not looking forward oh. to it. I mean, are we... Are we going to do a... We're going to release uh, it in two parts, because the movie's cut in half. That's a good idea. Literally, credits are in the middle. Weird. Yeah. Uh, question, question, guys. Uh, yeah. So for, so my first viewing of this, should we like do like... Uh, uh, like, sync it up and like record in real time my reaction to it? Because I know I... I talked about this with Chris in the past. If you I- want to just release that with me doing no editing on it as a commentary track, sure... Yeah, that would be it. Like we would obviously would it work if you if you weren't syncing it up to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Up to you. We could do that as a Patreon bonus. I could do that later today if you want. Okay, we'll talk about it. Off Yeah, uh, y- off y'all pod. schedule that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That sounds like cuz I know you're going to I know you're going to want to watch that as soon as possible. Hell yeah. Here. 
Yeah, I would love to. Well, for one thing, I would love to be like, quote unquote, done with this so I could stop like teasing myself with like, oh, so and so is talking about Evangelion. Well, I can't listen to this podcast because I don't know everything yet. I don't want to be spoiled. Or you can stop yeah, that's being right. a You're filthy have, like, rules follower and just watch it anyway. It's for the podcast. Yeah, he's going to have like podcast. seven what a cartoons to go through after this. I that's meant, true. I meant listen to like whatever. I know. Who cares if you know what happens? The way it happens is always more interesting than what actually happens. Well, I mean, we were doing this this entire series. We were talking about, like, what well, can we tell him the thing? Is he going to not That's know your that fault. yet? Or... No, I would have told you idea. everything in the beginning. It's a, if it was up to me, I would have told you everything that happens. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, anyway. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh... So we replay the entire beach scene from the end of last episode. Uh, survival is not a mistake, Shinji, and all that. And this time, instead of calling Misato cold, we cut to some earthbound distorted stills of Shinji, who asks, are you sure? Those are really good. Yeah, I agree. They spent like five bucks uh, on that, at least. Yeah, I, I took some screenshots of those. Uh, the text becomes uncertainty. And then, what are you afraid of? Shinji says he fears himself and being hated, and then goes from that legitimate answer into the defensive, well, no, it's my father. I hate my father. But if others hate me... And finally we get something new what if we as skipped tree... This? What if we skipped all this? Because there are nine pages. This is taking too long. Why don't uh, we just say what Shinji's deal is? Shinji's whole deal is that he's lonely, and he justifies the way his loneliness makes him feel with self-loathing and assuming that everyone else hates him and that's why he's lonely and that him being lonely is his fault and not just bad perspective on a thing that happens to everybody from time to time. Basically, yes. All right. All right. Episode second, 25. Second character. 26. In the case of Asuka Langley Soryu. Uh, we actually get new in new animation again because Unit 2 is plugged in underwater and Asuka is inside the plug. At this point, two of us know what is happening here, and I'm sorry, Matt. Also, this is probably not in the original. No, it is. is there it? is there is no director's cut of this episode. I assumed the uh, shots of Masato and whoever was, uh, was also director's cut. Nope, that was in the original <laughs> series and you got no, no context for a year. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> rough. That's even yeah. better. Rough. Yeah. Asuka's there's robot only, There's only one change in this episode, and it's the preview. And did your guys have the computer screen or the page of notes? Page of notes. Okay, so that's that's weird, because that means they didn't use the remastered version from the Japanese DVDs. Yeah. Because apparently weird. they just copied all that text into Microsoft Word for the renewal build. Yeah, so what this is, is ours are highly upscaled um, original release of Director Scott. So this isn't Blu-ray? No, I don't think so. I couldn't find that. I couldn't find it with Cedars. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. I mean, but if that's the only difference, then I mean... That's, That's the only difference on this episode. It's just I found it weird because I was watching the DVD and it's like, oh, that's not, huh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she's she's talking trash about herself. Uh, Ray's voice appears. She instantly turns into a rage monster. And then we cut to the third character in the case of Ray Ayanami. 
all of the rays are talking to each other, and at different points you can tell who the lead is. We should just say what Asuka's deal is. Asuka's whole deal is all of her behavior stems from a need to justify her existence through being proud of what she can do. Yeah, there's... yeah, which is things we already know. Well, yes, that's what this whole episode is, my dude. I'm just trying to move so this here's along. The thing. There's some stuff at the end, yes. but that's why I'm trying to skip past this to the actual good bits. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that I, we're we're just getting upon the part where, at least for me, I felt like I was learning something about Ray because Ray doesn't yeah. talk about shit. Ray is interesting, yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, go into. Do you want me to just summarize this, or do you want to start discussing? You can discuss. I mean, right? I think the thing. I mean, I think the the thing that's. I mean, she talks to other versions of herself, and they she comes to the conclusion that they're all Ray because they're all called Ray, and that they're personal. Even though they're kind of, you know, one of the other Rays says like, "Oh, you're not a real person. You're a false soul in a in a vessel." And Ray Three is like, "But you know, it's my experiences dealing with other people and just being myself. You know, that's what makes me me. So yeah, we're all me. That's fine. We're all Ray." So um, this one. I will 100% confirm we definitely have some Lilith here. Because okay. Ray 2, the one we saw for most of the series, is the one who has an identity. Ray 3 is the one who's basically just, like, who accepts, no, you're an empty shell with a false soul created by a man named Gendo Kari. So, Ray in her school uniform, but with Ray 3 hair, which is distinctly different, Usually is Lilith. Well, I was going to say the child is Lilith. Oh, you know, you're right. I was thinking, well, I was thinking more like the, uh, the mysterious rays. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. By the end, it's very definitely the original ray who died at Dr. Akagi's hands is the one who's like, I know all the secrets of the universe. I I love that one shot, though, of like the floating goofy ray head. (laughs) yeah i'm glad glad you like it (laughs) it's creepy but i like it well good news yes yeah good news (laughs) yeah Yeah, that is clearly an animation test they had lying around from a thing you're gonna see (laughs) well i mean we've seen that image before because that was like the time like where like i think in the cia dirac or something like Mm -hmm. ray is like moves towards the camera with that face. Matt, you're going to like End of Evangelion because you said you liked the fisheye effect and you like creepy ray heads, so buckle up, buddy. (laughs) I mean, like, it's still creepy, and I'm a huge wish when it comes to horror, but, like, it's funny that it's just floating there statically with, like, a soft focus lens on it. Like, it's really, it's very funny. Um, Good news. The full effect is better. Oh, great. Uh, But the the thing that I thought was most interesting about this is, I mean, she says that she... Not just that she wants to die, because that's something we've seen earlier in the series. Like, she sacrifices herself and doesn't really care that because she knows she can come back. But she says that she actually wants to be left to nothingness, and Gendo won't let her. So, she also has more pattern recognition than the entire Akaki family, because she says, (laughs) when everything is over, when I'm not of use, he's going to abandon me. Yeah, yeah, I (laughs) remember that too. And the thing is, like, and she said, I thought that I wanted that, but that's not true. Or it wasn't, it's not true anymore. I'm afraid now. Yeah. Oh, that's, Uh, that's interesting. Huh, ha, 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 ha. Is this supposed to be happening in continuity? Where, uh. Yeah, yeah, that, that scene with Gendo, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, because then yeah. Gendo comes up at the very end and says, hey, let's go. This is what you were made for, which is very cryptic. This is part of and that's And that's when the text says the instrumentality of mankind. This is when begins. the fisting starts. Yep. But <laughs> you'll see. You'll oh, see. No. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, no. So I thought, uh, I thought we agreed not to watch hentai on this show. It's okay. Wicked City is coming after Idion. Anyhow. Uh, what? No. It's it's only a Nova. We wouldn't have any material. Is, Let's talk is about Pat Labor instead. I don't know. <laughs> Wicked City is a real thing, yes. Uh, the title card finally drops as the act break. The world ending. And we return from break to the second title, Do You Love Me? Nope. Uh, here is just a stupid piece of trivia. I'm 99% certain an early Beat Mania song is a reference to this because it came out about a year later and they share the same weird capitalization and punctuation. My child was sing- trying to sing the Ava intro song this morning and it was very funny. Your child keeps trying to sing every anime theme she comes across. Uh-huh. She She's very good at the Big O theme song because it only has like three words to it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, this is crap that my partners uh, get down on me for, and you're just raising your kid this way. Whatever. Look what you've done. <laughs> well, this morning, I told my child, I'm like, you can't have your TV until you finish breakfast. She goes, Daddy, you're pissing me off. Ha! Yep, that's some Black Lagoon <laughs> shit. Ah, that's also just uh, how I speak. Black text and the introduction, once again, Shinji Akari. This time he's naked. Damn. I know. I, I was waiting I lost for a bet with myself. I had to inhale my okay. feet just to resist. If you hadn't put that in there, you would have gotten it. <laughs> I oh, look, know, look. but I was I was making a lot of jokes on the notes at this point. There's a line that says, I guarantee Chris went hell yeah, no matter who went the last line. If I, look, look, oh, you could if I was so smart, I could have said hell yeah after you said I lost a bet with myself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shinji. Yeah, just Shinji ahead. feels his... Uh, physical form dissolving and it feels comfortable like my existence is spreading out over the whole world like void juice yep blah blah (laughs) that was the beginning of instrumentality what people are lacking to fill that void everyone begins returning all things to nothingness and gendo shows up to well actually the narrator pushing up his glasses and telling us it's not nothingness it is the original state of things we see a probably dead Ritsuko floating in the LCL with a gunshot wound in her coat. Uh, we see a very definitely dead Misato slumped over in a hallway next to gun wounds. And Gendo is monologuing about how we're all going to return to Mother's womb and find eternal peace as one soul. Suddenly, Misato and Ritsuko are talking to each other about how this is instrumentality. Have an entire experiment founded on the idea that this is going to fix the black hole in every human heart. This is what gives rise to fear and insecurity, says the black text. And Misato screams at Ritsuko they had no right to try and do this by just jamming everyone into one state of being, where Ritsuko goes, bitch, you want this too, silencing her immediately. And then she becomes the one in the hot seat. Suddenly, we have reset the counter, and we are at case one in the case of Misato Katsuragi. Part one. That's what it says. No, that was my response to this entire section, actually. So this is the one I dislike the most until a turn. Yeah. Because this is just 
redoing the entirety of her arc in the wedding episode. But it's more than that, because it then throws in like, yeah, it's talking about how because of her relationship with her father, she ended up seeking the affections of of Kaji, which I mean, throw in whatever Oedipal nonsense you can into that. Uh, but then also it somehow transfers that over to Shinji, too. Like, well, that's wanted... because they're all one being now. Yeah. I I wasn't entirely sure, though, the first time I watched this, the whole scene where, like, it, and, and you pointed this out, Fletch, um, that looks like Shinji is watching Kaji and Masato have sex. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. She's I didn't dwelling realize in her that memories. the first time. I mean, like, granted, like, I guess the, you know, the train noise in the background with the very, like, dunk, the dunk, the dunk could be, like, you know, sex stuff. The, the moans make it pretty clear, though. I didn't catch any moans in there, at least not in the cut I have. So maybe that's only in the dub. I did not check that. No, but... it's in there. You're just deaf. Okay. No, all I hear is train noises. <laughs> Let me listen to it again. Oh, shit. I have the English still on. Anyway, you, you guys can go. I'm just going to try to yeah. see if I can figure this out. Uh, that's way yeah, there's, right now. There's a great expression of... Shinji's face as he's just watching this and I actually put it in the I love this <laughs> I love this pose because it's just the right amount of concerned and angry all at once uh we get very clear confirmation this is what's happened as she breaks down and doesn't want the boy to see this and another Misato calls her out for this you wanted to dirty yourself you wanted to be yourself some part of you loves that you can show this to Shinji or do you want it to be your dad? You wanted peace of mind in Kaji's arms? You sought your father in Kaji's bed. Blah, blah, blah. We reused the entire wedding walk-home scene with new dialogue. And there's one good bit here. Uh, the flashback Kaji just says, uh, Just because you hate yourself, it's no reason to hurt yourself. Punishing yourself is just a cheat to feel good. Don't, feel, don't do this to yourself. But then she cuts back to the chair and goes, yeah, men always do that. They chastise you and then escape to their jobs, their worlds, and they leave me behind. They escape from the harsh reality. That's me. I'm their harsh reality. Uh, she punishes herself a bunch, dwelling on everyone in her life, shit-talking her, until we get to Hayuga, who just congratulates mm -hmm. her. Yeah, she just blames that on him being fond of the performance she puts on. By the way, I just listened to the English and the Japanese version of that scene. The moaning is only in the English one. Huh. That There's doesn't no surprise me, yeah. given a thing in 26. Okay. But, I mean, at the same time, like, you could tell that, yeah, I think you're right that it, that's what it meant to have, or at least, like, because there's a couple of scenes of pixelated of, like, the hand-in-hand -hand from the sex scene Do that we saw. Do you just need, like, a uh, shot of a Kaji. train going into a tunnel? No, not <laughs> that. Honestly, like, when I'm watching it in real time, like, I, you see a couple flashes of pixelated images that you can't really read because it happens so fast. And then he's just standing there. Like, there's not enough context in the room to really tell what he's looking at when you just hear a train in the background. I'm sorry but this like, TV show didn't have just, like, uncensored fucking in it, Matt. It could have been a little bit more. Like, if it was the English one, I'd be like, okay, yeah, they're clearly having sex. I can hear them having sex. And this one, I'm just like, so many things are happening at once. I have no idea any context. And this is not a scene we've seen before because, like, this setting, this room is a new... New yeah, it's her around. dorm room from college. Right, which we haven't seen before, so I don't even know what she's looking at. I mean, assumingly, she's talking about having sex with Kaji, so that's, that's probably the best hint in this one that uh, I watched. But 
there's there's one bit I hate here, which is everyone slut shames Misato for a bit, including Kaji, and it's weird because we've literally only seen evidence she ever slept with that one dude. Yeah. But yeah, they keep talking weird. about you you ran to every man to fill the void your father the left. The Hayuga thing like, is mildly interesting, right? Because like Yeah. She clearly likes Hayuga and Hayuga clearly likes her. So here's the thing about that. This, that moment is telling you she is explicitly doing what Shinji does in the whole final episode, where she's just operating from the point of, no, I'm bad and fucked up and wrong, nobody likes me, and she has never had an interaction with that dude that she can turn in her head to make that fit. So she just goes, well, he just likes the the fake me. Yeah. And that's all she's got, but it's... I, I mean, it's interesting that they put it here to explicitly frame it as a self-deprecating rejection of him. Like, yeah. it's too good for me to mm-hmm. have the thing I actually, I, the thing I would want now that Kaji's not here. And, yeah. Luckily, we already know she does not get that, so. I mean, it's also, like, going back to what we were saying in episode, I think it was episode 23, where like she makes, we see the scene again where she kind of make you know, she makes a pass at Shinji and she, he uh, rejects her, and it says like it seems to be implying that like well now that Kaji's gone you've now transferred all of those feelings towards Shinji which is like, yikes. Well, they're they're saying in the dialogue you just look for the comfort of a man, and that's why I was saying I hate that they do this when we've only ever seen any right feelings towards kaji and then one weird move at shinji and that's it that doesn't have to be slut shaming that just has to be taking 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 like comfort in the other gender that you could have a romantic relationship with if you wanted the implication is basically like like there's a line you hop from bed to bed oh okay there you go yeah, they're they're specifically basically calling her out for you just keep fucking your way through Tokyo three and it's like we only ever saw through all the flashbacks of her mm-hmm. life her and Kaji go beyond second base. I'll be honest, halfway I mean, through and, this episode I started playing Magic the Gathering Arena. I mean, like, to be honest, like most of the stuff with her, like I always thought that her read is she like she like Kaji has you know, being whatever her first love or someone she was most involved with seems to be the only person to have that influence over her. Whereas everybody else, she seems, you know, pretty not interested in, or at least like oblivious to whether or not like she's completely oblivious to whether or not like, you know, hanging around in like short shorts and, you know, a low cut shirt at her, you know, in her home is like going to be teasing Shinji. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of, she doesn't even think about that. Except about Kaji. Kaji's the only one who throws her in for a loop in in that regard. So, like, I never really got the sense that she was, you know, just interested in sex as an escape from whatever she was feeling. It just seems like it's just Kaji himself is the thing that she was trying to escape to or from or what have you. And that's why I just don't like the way that scene plays out. That's all. It's not great. So... Cut to, in the case of Asuka Langley, Soryu, part one. Blah blah, Shinji and Asuka make more explicit, yes, we are one mind now, we are seeing inside each other's thoughts. And we hear a pretty brutal conversation that presumably child Asuka overheard after her stepmom came around. 
the the father right. is mocking the mother. Oh, a trained doctor like you can't handle a child. And she says, she's too mature. She rejects me. She's always vigilant, always absolutely against me. Uh, he crap talks her some more. And she just ends the whole thing with the absolutely nuclear burn. Yeah, perhaps it's true that I'm the wife and the mother at the same time. But you can never quit being her father. I can quit being her mother at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now I wonder, uh, like, is this... Could this also be a conversation they're having? Because presumably her parents, her, her stepmom and her father are still alive and ended up in the primordial soup. Um, This is definitely framed as a thing she heard as a yeah. kid. I mean, yeah, because this is happening over a picture of her as a child in, like, flashback, like... And she still problems. has the doll, so it's before her mother croaked. Yeah. I mean... So, like, this is yeah. why he marries her while Mama is still around or, like, has just freshly offed. I don't know about the timeline. I'm really not sure about how that happened in terms of time. Mm-hmm. But uh, we we cut from this to... Her running towards her mother, you know, and her actual mom is saying, oh, your father hates us both. We should die together. And then the line, and then my mother was hanging from the ceiling. She looked so happy, but I hated how she looked. I don't want to die. I don't want to disappear. I hate this. I hate boys. I hate my parents. I hate ev- And we go into that spiel again. Mm-hmm. So... The black text asks, what does she want? And she says, I'm going to live by myself, but I hate it at the same time. It's so hard not to depend on anyone. Put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. Ah, she's screaming she doesn't want to be alone, and suddenly we zoom out a little, seeing spotlights on Shinji and Masato beside her. Shinji says, don't leave me. Masato says, don't ignore me. Asuka asks, don't kill me. And then, hilariously enough, we cut back further to Shinji and Masato watching, and Shinji simply asks, what the hell is this? Yeah, they're, like, sitting in, like, a small theater room, you know, just watching themselves on a stage. (laughs) Yeah, this this is an entirely new set. Uh, Uh There are exit signs, place marks on the floor, and we're just cutting over still shots of a lot of this as everyone talks at this point. Uh, so just imagine that we're in community theater for the rest of the episode. Yeah, and the the weird thing about this that sort of gets me is that they're use, reusing shots, obviously, for all of these. But, like, two of them in particular, uh, I think the shots of, I think it's Hayuga and Kaji. They're using an image of Shinji when he's, like, in a lot of distress and he's, like, sweating and his eyes are wide. And it looks really goofy because they'll reuse that even though he's not, that's not his state of mind in that moment in any of the other shots. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of like, why is that there? Why did they pick that particular angle? Because they had 10 bucks and a can of Schlitz. It costs money to pay somebody to go through the file cabinet of cells. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take whatever's in the first folder. <laughs> Grab me three Shinjis. Go. Oh, yeah. So the episode ends with everyone basically going, look, this is reality now. You can change this. Shinji denies it a bunch. And then we just instantly cut to black with and the journey towards instrumentality will continue. And that's Mm -hmm. episode 25. This 
is the one I like more of the two. Yeah. Well, it gives you perspective uh, that even End of Ava doesn't, right? Yeah. End of Ava actually yeah. skips over like the nuts and bolts of what in- what a uh, being in the pilot seat here means. Yup. And, you know, some of these characters aren't going to get this development in End of Ava for obvious reasons. Why is that? Because they die. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to mince... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to mince words about that one. <laughs> uh, uh, don't worry, the context will be quite enough for you there as a surprise. Uh-huh. So, final episode. Episode 26, The Beast That Shouted I, or Love, at the Heart of the World. It is a pun. The translation is The Beast That Shouted Love, but the Japanese word for love, I, is spoken like the letter, obviously. So if you read it in that fashion, it's what Shinji does in this episode when he rejects instrumentality. Oh, it's not about the Macarena? The whole thing is a reference to a Harlan Ellison short story, and I hate that story. Harlan Ellison is Um, bad. Harlan Ellison is talented, but trash. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You wouldn't call that good. You would call that bad. Well, I was going to say he is bad as a person, not as an author. That's all. But yes, that's that's some Woody Allen shit, and we can revisit Harlan when he's fucking dead. It'll be any day now. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, I have no mouth, but I must podcast. Anyway, let's keep going. Actually, just to get that taste out of my mouth, here is the best Harlan Ellison story ever. Harlan Ellison was not a particularly tall man. So uh, the story goes that at a party, he tried to hit upon a woman going, how would you like a little fuck? And she just went... I'm no thank you, little fuck, and walked away. Classy. Um, Yeah, well. Back to Evangelion. Black text again. It reminds you, hey, uh, instrumentality is happening. We're going to look at Shinji during instrumentality. Case three in the case of Shinji Ikari. For those who are wondering, no, we are not going to get part two of either Asuka or Misato in this episode. Nope. So... Fear flashes on the screen. Ray fears she will disappear. Shinji says he can because he's unworthy. Asuka says when asked why, because she is worthless. And Shinji says because he is unwanted. Blah, blah, blah. We are now even rehashing the writing because we have already covered the you mustn't run away thing in multiple episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Misato critiques him and he snaps back. How can you say this when you're the same as me? And so a bunch of women float by and says, yep, we are all the same. That's why instrumentality is here. We are trying to become one to fix this flaw. Mm -hmm. I can actually see the point in the notes where I just gave up on this and then got up 30 minutes later because I didn't want to leave it undone by morning. (laughs) I mean, (sighs) and this is also where the show kind of gives up because they start showing pictures of like real world stuff right yes uh i i mentioned that in here uh there are just real world photos of inanimate objects because you don't have to animate a photo Mm -hmm. and then it starts turning into like marker drawings so the marker drawings are one of the highlights of the episode as a budget saving measure Uh uh-huh just because it's clearly artists who are not always the animators, so different styles on a lot of these characters are being used in shots. 
yeah it's it's surprisingly surreal but it's also at a certain point being like what like clearly there's no money left yeah but, um there there is one shot that i did like in here that had a had a bit, bit of reuse it's when they you see um an outline of shinji but there's images of other people and other events happening like through his body and there's like a red you know in a that's red void around animation him. from the yeah. leliel episode so that was used before? I, I don't remember yeah. specifically. It was okay. very quick there. They didn't hold on it. Okay. But it's clearly they made the longer version earlier and just reused it now. Yeah. I like that shot. What I, I do I like is good. that they both get to save money and sell what's going on with all the pencil animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... <sighs> I don't hate this episode because it's cheap i think some of the style really works mm-hmm. that you just heard me praise the marker stuff but i think that especially with the context of there is an actual story that's supposed to be happening here and you won't see it for a year that sucks this blows and remember i do not condone this but I can understand the kind of fan who would see this show and do this. In 1996, Japanese people sent death threats over this finale to Gainax and Hideakiano. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This this was controversial. Okay. <sighs> Anyhow, we we discussed a bit of this last episode. Everyone is arguing with Shinji. All his issues come down to the fact that he convinced himself he was worthless as a starting point, and everything he does is in service of fueling that idea. I pilot the Ava for validation. No, but what if you're actually valid? There is a solid minute of people telling Shinji they hate him on a still shot of a phone. Please note that unlike Misato, she does not have a Hayuga who goes, No, we're cool. Anywhere in this area. Everyone tells him that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also the phone is also unplugged, and also no one is actually telling Shinji this. Yeah. Uh, if you depend on the Ava to justify yourself, the real you just becomes the Ava, and without it, you have nothing. And Asuka breaks through to him in the hive mind, saying, "You you can't do that because that's what happened to me." And that's when the title card drops, and we just see that we are in the final act, finale, take care of yourself. The naked lady roulette asks Shinji what he wants again, which segues into Asuka's screams of don't hate me please, which in turn becomes Rei saying she wants companionship and connection. Shinji and Asuka are asked by their younger selves if they want to be with their father and mother. Both say no. Again, put a pin in this. Mm. Yui shows up and starts speaking directly to Shinji. Uh, and she says, value is something you define for yourself. You have to find it, Shinji. And so this is when we get to the marker sketches and his name written out on screen, a storyboard panel, a stick figure, and, oh, these are just representations of me and myself. There's a flash in here that is some of the shots in the series in a very PC-88 or MS-DOS style dithering style. I couldn't get frames of them, otherwise I would have thrown that in the notes. But I really wonder if the incredibly otaku staff at Gainax did not whip up uh, digital versions of these just as a free time experiment, and that's what ended up in here. 
Are you talking like the shots of like um, Kaji and uh, Masato's hands? Oh no, no, not that one. Else. That's okay. that's just a simple. Th- There's shots of Shinji's bedroom and a few other things that look uh-huh. like they could have come out of a microcomputer adventure game. I really tried to get the shot. I could not get the exact frame. Okay. I may go back for that in the notes and put that in in the show notes. Mm-hmm. It was just a curious thing because at this point, I do not believe we had had uh, an actual video game come out, or at least not a full adventure game style thing. Right. Not the one they called NGE2. <laughs> Uh, hey, it beats Evangelion 64. Ooh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but Why don't you just way, play the good one? Oh. They made one good one. What is it called? It has some awful title. Girlfriend of Steve. That's the one. Uh, Shinji Akari and Rei uh, Ayanami Raising Project are also good, but they're basically Princess Maker games. Gross. Gross. Uh, Gainax had a huge part of the Princess Maker franchise. Their name is on... That doesn't make it not gross. I'm just saying. (laughs) You were going to say, Matt. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just out of curiosity. I was flipping through the images during that that shot I was talking about with uh, the outline of Shinji. And uh, Kawaru is in a few of those shots. So I'd be surprised if that were in the earlier use of that. But I guess they, they added more scenes into it. Yeah, it's possible that was all animated earlier and just used later. I do not know, and I'd have to go back and check. Speaking of a platonic ideal of anything, we see Shinji in a white void, which is a world of freedom with no restrictions, but it has Mm. nothing in it. Once again, Chris does not play to my uh, expectations, as I have to make the libertarian joke about this is what libertarians actually want. No, that's not true. Uh, the world they want already has roads that an actual society built in it. That way they don't have to figure out how to build anything for themselves without property rights. No, man, but Galt's Gulch. Look, all I'm saying is that when you pour your tomato juice in the ocean, you actually have just wasted your tomato juice. And when you throw your car batteries in the ocean, it's fun and worthwhile. Are you not familiar with that? Nope. Uh, no. It's it comes down to a, a a an attempt to parse libertarian concepts of ownership rights where it comes down to if I own tomato juice and I pour it into the ocean, do I suddenly own the ocean or have I merely wasted my tomato juice? Fair. Which is the idea of or transformative works granting ownership. I don't think like homeopathy works in this context. No, you can go to how does homeopathy it's just big also, words to that be say fair, it doesn't. And then a disclaimer at the bottom are the that ones says, who turned themselves blue. There's, there's a very good disclaimer at the bottom that says we accept corrections based on like reputed peer-reviewed science. Lol. Got him. Also, if you do not know, there are literally people who have turned themselves into Smurfs with colloidal silver. I love that. It's pretty good. I love that. Oh, man. I love that. Guy. that. It never goes away. Oh. Yeah. I... I Man, that's rough. I mean, he did it to himself, but like, that's man, what you that's deserve. Rough. You deserve it. You have too much money, and you wasted it in the dumbest way possible. Yep. It's like, oh man, it's like the episode of the Magic School Bus where Arnold eats too many seaweedies, but that's just your life now. Wait, what? Man, I see. Mm. 
I have not seen that. There's an episode of the Magic School Bus where Arnold has to give a speech and he's eating these uh, shrimp chips called seaweedies and he eats too many of them and he turns orange and they have to go inside his body and figure out why. Okay. I'm not going to make the obvious joke. Okay. What is the obvious right. joke? I don't know what it is. Can you think of any orange dudes making a speech we should probably go inside the body of and figure some shit out? No, I it's can. Fine. It's fine. Look. The State of the Union already happened at this point. USA. <laughs> USA. Nancy uh-huh. Pelosi, welcome to the resistance. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh... Will Smith shooting Nancy Pelosi. Welcome to the human race. <laughs> no. Yikes. This, is, this has all been cut, but God, do I love it. <laughs> no, it just goes at the end. Actually, yeah, I may just put this one. At you the can end tell I folks. finally finished my Magic: The Gathering dailies that I was doing for the entire episode of twenty-five. Yep. Uh, blah blah. The the voices talk to him and basically go, "Look, you shape this world, stupid. Let me show you what you. C- yeah, let me show you what you can do. We put a line here, so with, now you are less free with the marker sound. The it's incredible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very good mixed media scene. Yeah, and there's the whole bit where he like does he walks and it makes like a really funky like squeaky noise or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, very cute. Like when you're running with a Moogle dress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, Shinji jumps and goes. Whoop. Listen and to our lightning returns episodes on LST. Find out about slide to whistles. get that joke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Alright, let's go into the gag manga part. No, let... Mm. Fine, what? we can go. skip the whole good part, I guess. Go, talk about no, it! Say a... something, stupid! Uh, You've been quiet all episode! Fine, whatever. So, I like this bit, because this is just basically Shinji and Lilith talking while Shinji decides what he wants the new world to be like, now that he's embraced it, like, I can make the world whatever I want. And he doesn't really make any decisions. He has to be pushed into it by other people. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he eventually decides that he does not want an empty world by himself because he loses all definition when there's nothing to compare himself to. No, I can't. Well-timed, Audrey. Uh, She goes, now what, Dad? So, so I'm curious that in, in this case, so so presumably Lilith is there because everyone's turned into Tang, right? They're all, and Lilith is part of that. Lilith right? is there yes. as a result of how Third Impact starts. Okay, so like Shinji has effectively merged into it. Yes. So Lilith is trying to convince him to reject human instrumentality. Like, no, Lilith's no. going to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Instrumentality means everyone basically has their own heaven right now. Some people are going to connect to others and enjoy themselves eternally in this state. Some people like Shinji are very hurt and do not know how to reach out to others, and so they're in their own weird private purgatories like this right now. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, is because sh- I, I wasn't sh- Shinji experiencing like... what he thinks he wants. And then he's yep. finding out that he doesn't actually want that because it, it 
becomes meaningless. He doesn't right. even know who he is without other people. Right. Even though he's in a situation where he's with everybody all the time anyway. <laughs> um, Not right now, no. I don't think so. Yeah, he's part of a collective, but he's still walled off in that. He's rejecting this whole thing. That's why mm-hmm. all that's really talking to him is Lilith. Okay. Cause, uh, let, let, let's circle back on that later when we get to the end of this, because I'm, sure. I'm still trying to figure out like where, why, all of this. But you, anyway. Again, you're going to get more context for a lot of this in EOE. Kind of. Sure. Not really. Not, so, like, this whole block takes place in EOE, but none of this you actually see. Right, but having already seen it, I can, like, say, this is where this goes. Yeah. I can yeah. see why that happened. Get excited to so, find out it, where our intro music comes from. It's horrifying. Oh, I, I, I've seen that scene before. Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah, I set that. Matt Tag Day before we started the podcast. And God damn it, that was the thing I've been waiting for this whole time. And then time, we made a podcast revelation to explain of... this joke that I made. I've been waiting this entire time for him to hear Com Todd in its actual context, and it's just like, oh no, I knew that the whole time. No, but I saw it in context, and I still don't get it. <laughs> okay. Like, like I, I saw it, like, he sent me that clip, and I watched that clip, and I went, that happened, and that's about all I know about it. <laughs> like, I don't have any of, like, the real context, but now that I have some context, maybe it'll you'll get the impact you want. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I, we've talked about this before. I swear. So honestly, this gag manga is okay. I I actually love this bit. Uh, it's within funny. sixty seconds, Asuka uh-huh. has already seen Shinji's dick. His parents yeah. are randy as fuck, and someone has run out of the house with a handprint slapped on their face. Look, I didn't get the whole like his parents were horny thing. Honestly. So that is the other thing I was going to talk about where the dub changed up some of the readings. Uh, okay, yeah, that has to be a very the, uh, dramatic change. Yeah, because like in the <laughs> sub, like like Gendo's just sitting there like he gives zero fucks and is like reading his newspaper and his wife's just like, we're going to be late if you don't put the fucking newspaper down. Yeah, the dub so, just plays the whole thing off like anime Leave it to Beaver. The dub is going to 11 playing this up as a horny teen sex comedy uh-huh. to the point that Gendo's, you know, Yui's saying things like, come on, get ready, and she's like, I'm always ready, honey. And just constant readings like that wow. throughout the whole scene. Wow! Yes. Well, here's, wow! Yeah, wow. It's, it's great! Because really, neither of these actors get to do this throughout any of the rest of the series, so everyone is just chewing the scenery in this. And you have to get ready, too. I'm always ready, dear. Gosh, you are just like Shinji. Mm Mm-hmm. You ready? Anytime. I am the one who gets complaints from Professor Fuyutsuki if you're late for the meeting. That's true. He's your biggest fan. Oh, you! Cut that out and get ready. Yes, dear. She who must be obeyed. Hurry up! Jeez, you're such a pain in the ass sometimes. Is this what happens when you start your period? What? What did you say? No! Mrs. Akari, we're leaving now. Uh, bye, see you later, Mom. See you, sweetie. You really need to hear how the dub does raise voice in this section. Hey, isn't a new student starting today? Yeah, that's right. Since this city's going to become the new capital, there are a lot of people 
people moving in. It's no wonder we're getting so many new kids. Oh, that makes sense. I wonder what she's like. Oh, I hope she's got a great butt. <laughs> oh, crap! Oh, wait! Uh, I can't be late for the first bag! <laughs> You know, I, I, I gotta say, like, Anno places a really sick burn on America here, too, like, in a really subtle way, because the uh, the headline on the back of the newspaper says, like, America swears in their first African-American female president <laughs> in a parody. Wow. In 1996. <laughs> joke, I'm like, wow, that's brutal. Him. Joke's on him. Yup. That's why we haven't gotten rebuilt for. Not until you get your shit together, USA. <laughs> you know, in Vanquish, Hillary Clinton is the president, and it's really weird. Like, really? Yeah, it looks just like Hillary Clinton. At the end of the game, she kills herself in the Oval Office, and you get a shot of Boy, blood Boy, I bet spraying. that's aged well. It's, it's cool. And then you get a shot of blood spraying across the American flag. It's incredible. It's so Fine. good. <laughs> just... Oh, boy. Just thinking about Japanese portrayals of America. Dude, Metal Wolf Chaos coming to America probably this year. Wait till you find out that game is awful. It's I don't trash. care. I'm going to watch it on YouTube. <clears throat> Hell yeah. You could have already done that. In English? Yeah, the whole game oh, is voice Oh, shit, acted. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'll probably br- buy it anyway because FromSoft, but I won't play it. Why? Because I like FromSoft and I want to support that. Fucking capitalist pig. Look, I'm just saying, like, they finally did it. I should reward them for doing so. I Why? can't give him crap for that. Yes, you can. Because I just played Disgaea 2, oh, which I bag. bought years ago, and only am getting to because of Backlog Quest 2019. Mm-hmm. I feel bad when On I have more than I haven't played. Dude. Dude, do you not know what my library is? No, I've, I've seen the picture. That's It's impressive. I'm going to just pull up the latest count of unfinished. All right, what if we finish this oh, real wow. quick? Yeah, anyway. It's it's uh, high <laughs> in the four figures. Yeah. Uh also at this point, yeah, the this segment, this like three or four minute bit, uh, became the basis for two different spin-offs. The game slash manga Girlfriend of Steel 2, which the manga came here as Angelic Days. Boy, what a title change. And the mostly manga, but also a game, Shinji Ikari Raising Project, which is the stupid farce that I've gone on about it multiple times on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the lines in this segment are funnier because Angelic Days hooks up a few of the characters here. Shinji and Asuka do become a couple, as do Hikari and Toji. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they basically play off this whole thing like every other high school slice of life manga, right? You know, because you have, like... The childhood best friend who's, you know, being all tsundere and all that. You have the new girl. Like, fucking Ray being, like, a normal-ass girl was creepy as fuck. That was so did you weird. hear? Did you hear Dub Ray's voice in this part? I didn't. I, I've never watched any Dub stuff. Okay. Please do, because, oh my god, she is the one who is the most breaking bounds with her portrayal. 
Okay. Would I have to watch some of her normal portrayal in order to get that? No, get, okay. like normally you just know she speaks like this. That's Ray. Okay. Yeah. Now listen to her in this segment sometime. You're uh-huh. the penny flesher. Dudes, we've got a new blue-haired babe here to introduce herself. <laughs> My name's Ray Ayanami. How's it hanging? No! Oh! <laughs> You're the jerk who was staring at my panties! Hey! What do you mean by that? You're the one who was flashing him, you know. <laughs> who are you and why are you defending him? Are you riding his baloney pony? <laughs> no! We're just really good childhood friends. You shut up! Be quiet, you two. We're in a class, not a bar. Hey, this is more entertaining than class. Go on, I want to see how this turns out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shinji, you didn't tell me you were getting it with Oscar. <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. She's doing a weird Texan accent with it. That's what makes it even crazier. Why? I don't know, Why? but it owns. Yeah. And it, at any rate, like, yeah, it's just... Uh, and also, like, Masato is their teacher, and that's interesting. Here's the ending people like, probably wanted, and it's a fantasy world. Yes. Yeah. This this kind of is a lot. And, like I say, it's very good if you want an Ava-themed gag manga. Angelic Days is okay, but gets really weird. Because, I think I've joked about this before, but... It's six volumes. Isn't that the one where Gendo kills an angel with bug spray in a computer? No, that's Shinji Akari Raisin Project. That's the joke there. Angelic Days is straight up this series that's only about the relationships between characters in a world that's basically without angels. Like, you see them maybe twice in the background. So it's like, what's the point of this other than I like these characters and I want them to not be doing this depressing angel shit? Basically, yeah, it's for the people who wanted the relationships and to see how those would develop in a world that's not on the brink of extinction. Okay. (laughs) It's just, it goes very weird because... Let me just sum this up. This is six volumes long. In the fourth volume, they resolve who gets together with who with the aid of Kaworu, who is a ghost in this world. (laughs) We then go into volume five, which is all flashback about how Gendo and Yui hooked up with the assistance of Kaworu, which means in this world, Kaworu is just a ghost wingman for the Akari family because they have uh. no game. And then uh, volume six is just a time skip to when they're all adults, and we see how a bunch of different people are living together or with, uh, without anyone in a post-Angels world. Uh, some of it's actually quite sad. That is fascinating. I'm really depressed that I just now thought about the joke angels in the outfield. <laughs> I watched um, that movie a lot, actually. Hey, good that's news. That's kind of what happens to Ray because she basically gets banished to an Antarctic research station. Cool. Cool. Rip. Oh, that pun is awful. But <laughs> you like that pun. You're welcome. Ugh. It took me so long to think of that, but it's a pretty good pun. Anyway. Am I am I not going to get this for another? For no, just the, the fact movie? that I said Antarctic Research Station and he went cool. Oh, 
uh, I somehow that went completely over my head. <sighs> it went I'm thinking too head. hard about this, guys. Well, I'm here, just... let's go back. Let's cut back to uh, reality from Birdemic, uh-huh. which has my favorite line in the episode that isn't in the gag portion. This world might not be so bad, and I can still hate myself. <laughs> uh, that feels like a dub thing. I don't. I don't. No, that's that... that is what it says in both versions. The world, the world of reality might not be so bad, but I hate myself. Okay, okay yeah. then in that case, the dub just does it better. Yeah, because in that case, it's like you can have like por qué no los dos. It's like yes. <laughs> What if I'm God and self-reflective? <laughs> what if I could get anything uh, I want and not change at all? Isn't that uh, like, that's pretty much I, what everybody wants, right? I'm a conservative <laughs> now, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh, great. We've got Luke Savage guesting over here. If only I knew anything about Luke Savage to make a joke. Oh, I, I was making a Michael and us joke. Uh, I'm surprised you do not listen to that podcast. No. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm myself and I want to continue existing in this world. Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. And the final words delivered in black text uh, are to my father, thank you, to my mother, farewell, and to all the children, congratulations. You can read this two ways after the events of End of Ava, but right now it just feels like Anno writing to the fans. So I, I would assume that like when the whatever the the facade of the you know classroom whatever not the the stage goes away that he's all of a sudden reconnected with everybody yes. and that's why they're like, like hey your mentality hasn't ended yet okay <laughs> not yet yeah you'll see where it goes in the film and well, okay here's here's something that doesn't make sense to me here's something that doesn't make sense to me. Yui is there. Yes. Why is Yui there? Because the Ava is a living being. That's right. It's two okay, gallons okay, of tanning instead sense. of just like a 16-ounce glass. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Very thirsty. Anyway, the, the... But then why is Asuka's mother not there? So there's a reason for that. Okay. You're gonna see it in End of Ava. Uh, Unit 2 dies? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Gruesomely. Oh, it's so good. It's. I mean, really I thought gross. that Unit Two. I thought Unit Two could have been dead at the end of Twenty Four. No, because you see it no, in it just the uh, lake. Up. Here. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Remember how I said there are three scenes that are from reality? Asuka oh, okay. and the lake is one of them. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But it, it did get stabbed in the neck. <laughs> Matt, we gotta watch End Ava right now. Uh, well, we gotta finish the podcast first, Chris. Well, we gotta do later. plugs. We gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm gonna splice in the Easter egg Spike Spencer rant because that is still one of the funniest things in the entire show. It's very good, actually. I just listened to it before before this uh, podcast, and it's uh, it's pretty much exactly what I was thinking after I first saw this. Oh, this is this is nice. This is the end. Okay. Where exactly am I? Um, oh, gr- here's the song. Oh, good. Um, there's some things that are still unresolved here, guys. How, how do I get home? Uh, what do I eat? Was Ray my, my mom or 
a clone or hell? Was this all in my mind? What what's an Ava? Is that sort of a Freudian thing or um am I real? Oh hell does the bus run through here? I mean, I'd like to go home now, but um oh god, where's home? Okay, okay, okay. I mustn't run away. I mustn't run okay, I got that. Good, okay. Now, if I were to run away, let's analyze that. Where the fuck would I go? I'm on a big blue ball. Uh, is this how you end the series? I mean, is this where we go from here? Okay, the movie better sure as hell make up for this. I'm telling you right now, because I'm stuck in nowhere land. You ran out of ink too, didn't you, you bastards? Yeah, they. it's a bonus that is only on the Platinum DVDs in the U.S., where English dub actor uh, Spike Spencer, who plays Shinji, just ad-libs after the moments after the show ends. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It can't be as good as the actual ad-lib in End of Ava. Eh. Okay, so for what it's worth, the fi- very final scene of this, when he shatters like the walls around him that he built for himself, are after he rejects being by himself, but before he creates the world that winds up happening in End of Ava. Okay. Yeah. Wait, You'll then why is, why is Kaji there? He's definitely dead. <sighs> yeah, don't think He went back to the life street, ah. dude. Oh, that doesn't make sense. That's fine. Fuck Just off. Blame we it need on... a Final Fantasy 13 podcast. That makes more sense than this. It does, no, actually. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you want to you get death threats? Or you just say that Ava, uh, Final Fantasy 13 is a better series narratively than, than Ava. Then Shinji stabs Gundo in the forehead with the survival knife. <laughs> yeah you know this does this does very little like I, I think probably the thing that's most frustrating besides the fact that it explains almost nothing is that like i still feel like we haven't resolved anything about gendo specifically being the mastermind and also like a lot of the source of what fucked up shinji good news we're gonna go into that in the movie hooray but anyway that's just a thought that i had look Pay us money at goatseefund.me. The end. Hooray. I'm trying to eject out of this podcast. Goatseefund.me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I so was being Jim Davis and I said that URL and then Chris Winter didn't know what Goatsey was and just looked it up. Oh, was he? Rec- Please tell me he was recording. Hell at the yeah, time. he was. Awesome. I, I'm gonna submit being goatsy as a Patreon bonus episode. No, oh no. <laughs> Don't do that do because now. you you, you know what goatsy is these days, right? Yeah. I mean, what did it change? Yes. What did it? So, <clears throat> Matt, I how I would know- you like? To buy Goatsy cryptocurrency. Yeah! Goatsy coin? Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. That's what the domain is now. We paid Goatsy oh, raspberry man. jam cookies just to be gross. That's pretty gross. I definitely brought those to a bake sale once. All right. So I guess we're done here. 
I'm, I'm going to stop recording now.